This podcast is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the den.show. I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. Don't quote me on that. And then you could stop talking about it. <laughs> no, I could. Let me see one of those so I can see how it fits in my, in my big old paw. Till next time, go take on the world. What is going on and welcome to Take on the World with Johnny and Mike D. Lexi got called into work so she boo. cannot join us today. Boo, boo, boo. Uh, so we decided we're going to do a couple uh, gear reviews and knife reviews. Uh, <clears throat> Johnny's got a plethora of knives yes, here. Yes, you can't see it. It's uh, behind the monitor. Do you even know what a plethora is? Uh, I do not. <laughs> I would like to think that if you used a word, you knew what it meant. <clears throat> I'm sorry, El Jefe. <laughs> so, uh, what do you got for us today, bro? I got the one and the only Buck 110 Hunter folding knife. So, this is like the classic Buck knife. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, this is like... Uh, I kept remember uh, one of those. I kept calling him like a gentleman's knife or your grandpa's knife, and this is. I don't know if the. I don't know if this is the first knife they made that was a folder, but I mean it's it's, it's their their classic knife. Like it doesn't get any more buck than that. Right. Well, that I, like you look at that, and and as soon as you see it, yeah. Like the, you, the buck, I don't know the buck stop shell. I don't know knives. I see that. I see that's a buck knife. Yeah, and then um, I remember my dad's like, "Jesus Christ!" I used to carry one of those when I was a kid, and uh, so probably like like those 007 knives. You remember those? No, it was just like a big wooden handle, and you could flick it open. Didn't have a. I don't think it had a lock on it or nothing. They're like ten bucks. You can buy them at a corner store, but that's probably like this. Everyone had one in their freaking pocket or in their locker at school when you could take guns and knives to school. I remember that. I don't, but I remember kids saying that they could. And it would like a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of big hunters out here. And they would bring their shotgun to school with them on a Friday and then head out Friday evening after school to go, whatever, duck hunting, small game hunting, uh, what have you. So, uh, I say let's just get right into it. Um, I, I actually remember those days. I remember pulling in a parking lot of my school and. Anybody had a pickup truck had a gun rack in the back, and there was one or two guns in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely not like that nowadays. No. Um, now they call the police on you. Yeah, you're going to jail. You're going to jail, scumbag. So, anyways, uh, what we have here for you today is the beautiful classic Buck One Ten uh, Hunter folding knife, and I'll tell you right off the bat, it comes with a leather sheath. And when I got this leather sheath, brand new, and I put the knife in there, let's see if I can show this to you guys. It probably barely fit. No, it it, it was loose, but when it went down to the bottom, it would. Oh, this is gonna be hard to pick up. There's the leather sheath would press down on the knife like that. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you look in the back here. Where this uh, spacer is, the tip of the knife, you can't see it on there, but if you press down, the, the tip of the knife will hit that spacer. 
So I didn't want it to fuck the edge up, chip it possibly. So I did a little trick that our our old friend, uh, God bless his soul, Marty Gordner, did with his uh, ice skates when he used to ice, or, uh, play hockey. They wore leather skates. So what they would do is they would soak the leather in hot water for like 10, 15 minutes. So I soaked this in hot water for about 10, 15 minutes. And I put the knife in there, closed this, and I put a towel over top of it. And I put a, uh, I think I put a, a 20 pound weight on top of it. Just something to kind of squish it down. And you can kind of see, I know you can see that. Yeah. How, how it took the shape of the knife. Yeah. And I've actually shaped leather like that for a holster. Yeah. Yeah. It works great. Soak it in water. And I use yeah. actually a, um, a piece of an antler because it's okay. nice and smooth. Oh, yeah. And then kind of like rub yep. it down. Rub it down. Um, yeah. That's a great idea. So you'll see along here where it kind of took the, the, the shape of the, the knife. So, man, it, it fits sweet in there. And guess what? It doesn't push the, the knife down. When I put it in the sheath. Now, is there a direction that that has to go in the sheath? It can go in any way, but um, it's molded to go in this way. So okay. I like it when it's on my belt sheath. I pull it out. It's tipped down just like you would a regular pocket knife. Okay. It comes out like that. Um, that's one mod I did to it. And then, of course, you all know me. I got to have the thumb stud. It does not come with this thumb stud. Uh, this is an aftermarket piece. Uh, I think I bought a pack of three for like seven bucks and you put them on anywhere you want. There's a little Allen key here. Don't know what size it is. Uh, it's like a eighth inch or something. Don't quote me on that, but get you a little anti seize or not anti seize. I'm sorry. Uh, Loctite, put it in the threads there and uh, tighten her down and she's good to go. And that's definitely makes for a much better opener. Um, and it doesn't take away from the, you know, doesn't take too much away from it. So the specs on this, uh, oh, here we go. I did. <laughs> I guess this was the, uh, made in 1963. That particular knife, or that's when I started making them. I think that's when he started making the, the, okay. this. Not not this knife. Not wasn't made in 1963. Okay. Just that style. The style, yeah, that model. Um, and I believe their headquarters was originally in California. You might want to fact check me on this. And then I, some point they moved to, I believe, Idaho. And I watched a video last night. of um, It was an elk hunter. Uh, I forget. Uh, I think it was called Elk Shape or something was his was his YouTube handle. And it was like this little scrawny kid. And he went to their plant. So it was cool. Like you got the mountains in the background and everything. But uh, fun fact. Fun fact. These, uh, when you go to their plant. This specific model, there's a big station or a section that only these are made in. Only they're not intermixed with like, hey, one's popping out this knife, one's popping out another knife. It's a big section, and that's all they do is make these knives. And so it's cool. So if you ever, uh, if you ever have the time, go on and check their uh, their uh, their headquarters out, and um, you know, there's a couple cool videos out there. But uh, so we'll go over some specs here. The closed it is four and seven eighths inches. Hold it. Stop right there. You did research. I told you that. I would. I know. I still oh, listen. I was shit. up till like five o'clock in the morning. And I don't know. My sleep schedule is all screwed up. 
I'm going to be hurt when I go back to work. It's going to be brutal. So you were researching this last night? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked. That That's... Uh... If I could only get you to research something else. <laughs> well, I like when you do the research and I just interject with my stupid shit. You mean interrupt. <laughs> yeah, interrupt. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so that's my turn now. <laughs> so closed, four and seven eighths. You know, it, it fits well in you know, your hand. I got big, beefy, fat fingers. So they're all swolled up from all the Chinese food and... You had Chinese food without me? I did. You fucker. Oh, yeah. I ate the, I ate the chicken wings and I threw the bones out the window. <laughs> uh, the weight. Now, this is where we're probably going to lose a lot of you because there's a ton of people. I can't carry a heavy knife. Weight on my pocket. Well, guess what? I'm a man. I don't mind a little weight in my pocket. You know what I mean? Carrying around this thing in between my legs. <laughs> so you have plenty of weight left to carry? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so the weight is 7.2 ounces. and So half f- a pound. Half a pound. Yeah, it's... it's it. Uh, you, can tell. you can tell. But I like it. I like the weight. I, I like a, a weighted... Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Now, don't get me wrong. I like a super lightweight knife, but I know there's guys out there that if it's not under like, I don't know, like two ounces, I'm not going to carry it. When I'm stabbing someone, I want some weight behind it. Right, yeah. Then that fucking knife is very stabby. Hold it. Oh. Got a little side-to-side play there. Yeah, but no, it's the it's the blade flexing. Not, check it again. No, I, I can hear it clicking. Well, don't you like crank it on it? Like, what? you don't put it in a vice and then, like, yeah, of course, it bent. I'm a vice, <clears throat> so a little heavy, but I don't mind that. I and like that. I, I like the weight on it. Carrying um, something that has a little weight, then uh, good on you. Then you're not a woman. Huh. Yeah, yeah, you're not. A, you're not a woman. Welcome to the show. <laughs> the uh, I still have faith left in humanity. The overall length. It, oh, listen to that sound. It's got a nice click. Is 8.625 inches. Um, so, I mean, it's not it's not a small blade. Blade length is three and three quarter inches. I just spit across the camera there. Hope yeah. that hope that picked that up. Right on your phone. It's a meteorite. <laughs> um. I do not have the thickness. I must have fell asleep at that point. So your research is incomplete. I was a little in and out. Uh, I would probably say quarter, quarter, 16th of it. It's under a quarter. Stand by. It's under a quarter. Um... I don't know. Fucking who cares? It's thick enough. That's what I got to say. If you want to know, fucking research it. <laughs> That's why they're watching your video, bro. <laughs> oh, look at that angle. So it's got that classic, I guess, uh, clip point, like buoy knife. Which, by the way, they make a slim line of this. Uh, 
and it does not have that same profile and it's got more of a clip point so this isn't this tip here is not as uh, cut in let's say it's more flat anyways uh it's got a hollow grind on it now Mike, do you remember i don't know if we talked about a hollow grind yeah we did I think we, we talked about a scandy a scandy uh, a scandy is just a one bevel on each side. Okay, what's a hollow grind? A hollow grind is um, when they're on the sanding wheel sharpening it. No, I don't know if you... Is there, is there two angles on that? Yes, there's... Well, I say... Yes, there's two angles. Okay. Here's your initial grind is this surface here. So that's done on a wheel. So uh, you're, as you're on the... And I, I, I might be wrong here, bro. One of my friends is a professional knife maker. Uh, should I give him a plug? Jeremy Crumas. Check him out. His knives are fucking fantastic. <laughs> JeremyCrumas.com. Uh, he makes all hand custom folding knives. And he was featured in... He was on the front cover of Blade Magazine, I think. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. And he lives uh, He lives right up the road from here. He's not too far from you. And he actually admits to knowing you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I'll show you some of his knife. Anyways, uh, so from when I went, the, I, I believe when you sharpen a knife, it's it's the edge is up when you sharpen it. I believe. Yes, the edge is up. Because you're looking at what he usually does is if this wasn't sharpened or ground, he would take a caliper, mark the center, and then put a black marker on it and then scribe it with the, with the uh, caliper so you know exactly where the center of the edge is. So you're one... Your one side's not more ground down than the other, right? <clears throat> so it kind of keeps you. So you can look. You can look at it that way. So Anyways. when you stab people, it's not crooked, right? Okay. Yes, it kind of. It's just there's. It won't push the fat to one way or the other. Okay, just slides right in between. <laughs> uh, where the fuck was I? Oh, the hollow grind. Hollow so grind. So here's your initial grind. So when you're grinding, there's a big wheel. So basically, if the I, I can't speak English. Um, you you could see it's it's kind of like scooped out like this. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense in this fucking camera. I got too many fucking cameras going on here. But you could see it if you look down it. You you can I can see that, it from here. You could tell that the the initial grind is like that because there's a wheel coming around. That's what you sharpen on is a wheel. Okay. Um. So uh, here, let me up in my beer here and show you how it works. And then, then you put your secondary, you put your secondary edge on it. And let me tell you, this cocksucker came razor hair popping sharp. And kudos to Buck because this thing is so fucking easy to get to resharpen. Now they'll get hammered because they use 420 HC, and that's a uh, 420 high carbon, which has been around forever. You could probably find. Knives at Walmart that use this all over. But what I guess makes them proprietary is their heat treatment by Paul Boss. And they call it, I guess they call it the, the, the Bose or Boss treatment. And whatever it is, proprietary, high secret, you know. You think of like a knife as, it's, a, it's like baking a cake. <laughs> now, go, go out on a limb here. You got all these things, but it's not finished till you put it in the oven and cook it. Okay. Right? So, it has to have the right... So, you can have, an uh, you know, 
an apple pie, stick it in the oven at 400 degrees for like six hours and burn the fuck out of it, it ain't good. You know what I mean? So you got to have like the right um, temperature. I, I, there's a whole thing behind I, it. They cool, they cool the metal at a certain rate too. <clears throat> right. Uh, there, yeah, there's a lot of like, <clears throat> they do cryogenic shit. Now, I don't know if Buck does that, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't give up their, their, but it's been working. Even, you know, Marty had their, their classic, uh, hunter knife and i think it looked kind of like this but it wasn't a folder and he goes god damn that knife is so fucking sharp and he he's he skinned and uh butchered all his deer with that same knife i know he used it up here when we skinned yeah. the deer and i remember him remarking how freaking sharp that knife was and uh, i actually think he cut his thumb when we were skinning a deer <laughs> it's gone so uh oh and a side note too you can get you can get these engraved from the company. Um, I guess you'd have to go through Buck, but it was funny because it was the guy working the the one line, and he's like, yo, there's uh, some engravings that uh, we can't show on TV, but uh, we, we like the artwork that our, our customers come up with. So who knows? It's like, you know. <clears throat> so they engraved the blade? Yeah, they'll engrave the, whatever you want. They'll engrave the uh, bolsters here. Uh the lot a lot of the ones they showed were like NRA knives, like they put the NRA logo on there and stuff like that. But you can get whatever you want on here. Like happy birthday, you fat cocksucker! <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's cool. And uh, so when I order your next buck knife, that's what you want on it. <laughs> absolutely. But I'll have you know, which, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. I really love the fact that this is all USA made. Which is kind of hard to get nowadays without spending an arm and a leg. Yeah. And so what's that knife run, cost-wise? Maybe about 50 bucks. Yeah. A little under 50 bucks. Yeah. I think I bought this for 43 I'd pay that much for a knife. Yeah, you can get them at Dickhead Sporting Goods. Or I'd wait until you get sick of that one and give it to me. <laughs> I'm not getting sick of this one. Get this up. one. There's just some knives I won't let go, and this is definitely one of them. Um, Even though it's got all that side-to-side play in it. Oh, yeah. I don't hear. It. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, a little bit. But well, don't crank down on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like the blade flexing, though. I didn't think that's more. Ah, you can't see that from here. So what you're saying is, is I flex steel. Yes. Okay. And I like that. That, that is on the record for everybody to hear. I love that false edge right there. That false edge is fucking. That's almost sharpened. Like it's it's crazy. It's. It's sharp. You could cut yourself with it. And uh, you could definitely spark a fire steel with that. Because I've tried and I did it. I took this knife to Colorado with me. It, it, I, it not, that's, is that stainless or no? This is stainless, yes. Okay. I thought you couldn't do that with stainless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me going. Some guys, <laughs> I can't spark a fire steel with stainless. Uh, it doesn't matter. You could... As long as you have a sharp edge, that's all you need. You're scraping the I know the the metal off it, of the rod. It makes no sense, but when people um, say that, so so uh, this guy is sporting, and you can get all kinds of custom different wood. This this here is ebony wood and brass bolsters. You got brass bolsters. You got brass bolster, boy. And what I really like is these are all riveted, so you can't take this apart 
clean it, put it back together, tighten up the uh, the pivot screw. So it is what it is. But however, they have a lifetime warranty. If anything ever goes wrong with this... Oh, so if I would have broke it when I was flexing that steel? Yeah, I'd be covered. I'd send it back in. They'd give me a brand new one. You, you get a card You get a card with uh, with each buck knife, and they have their, it's called their forever warranty. So as long as you register it, and you're the original owner, I, I don't know if it goes down to like maybe like your, if you gave it to your son. I'm sure it would. I'm sure they'd hook you up. Uh, if you fuck it up within reason, okay? You if you like stabbing a fucking car hood and it breaks off on you and you know, that's fucking, yeah, I'm an idiot. Do you know that from experience? I have stabbed a car hood, <laughs> but I didn't break my knife. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, if this gets uh, a little, because this is all brass, you kind of see it's getting worn here. Um, a lot of guys recommend you take some flitz polish. Which you can find in a lot of gun magazines. I guess I got a, a lot of guys use it for guns. I knew, I use always use Never Dull. Never Dull? Yeah. Any kind of polish, put it on a rag and just wipe this down and bingo, you're you're good to go, man. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's looking looking brand new. But uh I carved a bunch of wood and stuff. I didn't use this a lot. I didn't process meat because we didn't get an elk. And uh, <laughs> I would have loved to. I would have seen how this thing held up sharpness-wise. Um, I did some carving while we were out there. Yes, you carved the, I carved uh, the Yeti. The Yeti. I'm going to put a, pic- still I'm gonna put a picture camp. of that right here. But this thing just feels so good in my hand. And then you couple it with, say, I want, you know, you go hunting, put it in your belt. Put it in your belt. And you know you've got a solid... A solid fucking knife. And, oh, side story. Side story. Uh, there was a guy. Oh, God, I wish I would have. Wish I had more time. Um, there was a guy. Uh, I don't know if he lived in Alaska or went to Alaska on a hunting trip. Anyways, he was on a bear hunting trip, or some kind of hunting trip. He got attacked by a bear, and he killed a bear with this. Not this exact knife, but this exact knife. That that model knife. He killed a bear, and it's like in some case, and it's in some museum, I think. I don't know. I, we'll have to look up his name and put that on there because it's pretty cool. Like, there's, you can't find a whole lot of information about him, but this thing saved a man's life from a grizzly bear attack, and I guess he just stabbed the fuck out of it. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, and like I said, they make. Um, the same size knife of this, but it has, I think, Zytel handles, which is a lot thinner. Now, if those cocksuckers at the TSA wouldn't have taken my fucking slim, Ugh. I would have had it to compare here, but... You were just trying to get it through security because I got mine through security. Yeah, you dick. But it doesn't have the brass bolsters the, the wood it's just all zytel and i i even like that one it has a pocket clip on it too and it's a deep carry pocket clip so you know well you don't always want to carry this thing around with you uh you throw that in your pocket and it's a good beater and they're only like 20 bucks so i wasn't too heartbroken when i lost it cuz 20 bucks is 20 bucks you could make 10 times that on a weekend <laughs> yeah Look at the shiny. 
Ooh, shiny. Um, so that's the buck. Buck, oh yeah, I didn't forget to mention the back lock. What's the model of that one again? It's the 110 uh, Hunter Folding Knife. 110 Hunter Folding Knife. Um, oh, one last thing. They also make this exact style, but squattier. So it's got, I think, uh, this has a three and a three quarter inch blade. And the other one, I think, has a three inch blade. Exact same shape. And that one's called the 112 Ranger. It's got a shorter handle. But for me, my big fat sausages, I like that. You can really get down on stuff and carve with it. Um, and someday I hope to butcher an elk with this bastard. Someday you hope to pass that knife on to a very close friend. My son who doesn't exist. (laughs) Daddy. (laughs) Who is your daddy? And what does he do? Anyways, uh, I don't know. I, hopefully this turned out good and I, I hit all the points that, you know, what make you want to buy this knife? I highly recommend it. I love it. USA made. You can't beat that. So so now after you're done with all this, how much is Buck paying you for this? Uh, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's just a good knife. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, you know, we do reviews on beers and knives. Nobody's buying us anything. We're not schlepping a knife or a beer or whatever. Uh, we're just giving our honest opinion, and that's all we'll ever do because... That's how we are. And if someone doesn't like it, you can email us at takeontheworld411 at gmail.com, and I'll tell you to fuck off. Yeah. So, Buck 110 folder, Hunter folder. Yeah, Hunter folder, hunting folding. Uh, We took on the Buck 110. You go take on the world. I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. Don't quote me on that. And then you could stop talking about it. <laughs> no, I could. Let me see one of those so I can see how it fits in my in my big old paw. Till next time, go take on the one. Our podcasts exist because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to the den dot show. Thanks for listening.